extra, extra, read all about it. The latest Upper East Side to take the upper stage in the social spotlight. But you know what they say. If you can't take the heat, then move to Hell's Kitchen. We are on episode four. Welcome back to Three Gossip Girls podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we are discussing season six, episode four, Portrait of a Lady Alexander. Original air date, November 5th, 2012, written by Matt Whitney and directed by Andy Woke. Chuck's continued investigation into his father's dealings leads him to find the one person who can help him reveal the truth about Bart. Okay. Serena and Steven decide to reveal their romantic histories but are still surprised by an unlikely run-in. With the spectator in jeopardy, Nate must make a difficult decision to keep in business, while Georgina pushes Dan to choose a worthy person person to date to boost his image, he finds himself drawn in a different direction. Elsewhere, Ivy tries to persuade Rufus to go through a group of boxes from things from the Fanderwoodsons. That was like a mouthful of a summary. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not, I'm I mean, wounded. you summed it up. I mean, that was the episode. Another yeah. thumbs down for me. Thumbs down. Really? I... The whole time, I'm just like, wait, am I following this correctly? I am confused. Uh, I actually really like Chuck and Blair scheming. I think I did too. I I would like to watch them in a spinoff where that's just what they do is figure out mysteries and crimes because I think that would be cute. Yeah. But that's not this show. No, it's not the show. (laughs) My glass full of gossip tonight is titled... The apple doesn't fall far from the Steve. But don't for Lily and Serena sleeping with the same guy. Yikes. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. It's apple cider, gin or vodka, whatever your choice is. A little honey, lime juice and cinnamon. Delish. Delish. Can't go wrong with a little apple and cinnamon. The best combination. Okay. Plus, I think horses like apples, don't they? Don't like people feed them apples? I just, I think so. I just threw that in there, trying to tie it in. All right. So my three gossip words were horse for the crown jewel or for the Lady Alexander and the and the horse races, which you predicted last week. Yeah. Uh, We had boxes for Rufus's boxes with his history, and then partner for past sexual partners, and also the partnership of chair. Mm-hmm. My notes are all, hot, all over the place, so just bear with me. Here we go. Everyone has very tiny summaries, and none of them like mesh with the other. So here we go. Dan, here we go. Here we go, Dan. It's his. Uh, the next serial is going to be released, and this one is the target on Nate, which you predicted last week. Yeah, yeah. And it's getting a lot of attention because I guess, you know, he's keeping it relevant. He's talking about the relationship between him and Sage, baby Camden. And it's getting a lot of buzz. So Georgina wants him to, as we said, start dating girls with good reputations, maybe some celebrity involvement. So she sets up interviews for him. Because apparently... He's been sleeping on other girls' couches that he's hooking up with. This sounded so gross to me. And like, you do you, bro. But the way he said it, he's like, you know, I'm just getting lots of punani kind of. 
I did not catch that at all. That went right over my head. How did I miss that? I th- How did I, mean, I miss I think that? I understood it well. I hope I no, did. No, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. I don't know how I missed that. I was just so focused on Georgina getting him dates, and which I and always enjoy her. And as soon as she came on the screen, I was like, okay, good. This episode is saved mm-hmm. because she's such a queen. Didn't she call them that she wanted him to date like celebutants? Celebutants, yes. I thought so that was like very girls funny. that had. Yeah. Like a, d- a decent reputation. Right. But also sort of as like a celebrity. So basically Serena Vander Watson is what I'm picturing in my brain. A socialite and influencer. Yeah. So as she sets him up, he doesn't really like any of the potential dates for him. He's not interested. And Georgina's like, this is not for business. This is not for pleasure. This is for business. Like we just need a face of someone. And basically, that's it until he arrives at Blair's apartment to ask her for a place to stay because he's been, as we said, bouncing from couch to couch. And Blair was like, you made it clear you didn't really want anything to do with me. But he admits, I miss you. I miss my friend. I could really use like a handout right now. Basically, like I dealt with so much shit with you in the past. You owe me one. And so she's like, you can have Serena's room, make yourself at home. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I like to call this a fair pair moment. Fair pair. Fair pair. Yeah, I Got agreed. it. You, you're right, Patch. However, there was this moment when he was talking to Georgina and he's and he's about these girls, which, of course, like this is a hard thing. And he's like, I have I don't feel anything towards these girls. And Georgina questions him on it and and you could see that he's thinking about the past and it's like does he still love Blair right right did you get that feeling like none of them are gonna be just like the one that I loved got away blah 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 yeah and I don't honestly don't remember if it's this week or if it's next week she kind of Georgina says something to that effect like they're don't go be pine like don't pine over Blair because it's not gonna work out like stop yeah get yourself out of that headspace Right. So I think he definitely, for sure, is is still in that headspace. You don't say, like, I miss you if you don't. I, it would be really hard for me to say I miss you to an ex, even if we were really good friends. I don't know. Right. You know? <laughs> no. No, you're right. Because they are exes. They It's more than just a friendship. It did go to that level. Right. And he. it didn't end great no it ended poorly and he cheated she said peace out yeah plus her heart wasn't in it i mean we know where her heart lies and he knows that but he also knows that she's like not with chuck right but is sort of with chuck so we'll see how that works next week yeah so we'll go over to nate who is reading dan's cereal he's obviously upset about it because what he's saying isn't false. It's not slander. He's telling the truth. It just sucks that it's about him. And he's mad that he also backed out of the spectator. Now, Nate really doesn't have anything to use as leverage to get him and the spectator like back on good graces. They are in some very bad financial troubles, and he doesn't really know how he's going to fix it. Um, so he, he has a discussion with the bank, but they won't give him a loan. I guess the numbers are not good enough where he would be able to receive this. And so then later we see Bart come in. He wants to make a deal with Nate. He tells Nate, 
you should write positively about Lily because she's been having a lot of negative press lately. And Bart will back him financially. And of course, Nate is saying, why would you be doing this for me? He does. They don't like each other. Obviously, he's Chuck's best friend. He knows what Bart's up to. And so he de- declines it and he says, I'll, I'll do it my own way. And then Bart like digs at him a little bit like, oh, well, your father did it the, r- the right way too. like kind of like winky wink. Yeah, I'm sure you'll know how to handle your numbers just like your dad did. Exactly. I was like, wow, low below Mr. Bass, is, but also... That is how he rolls. Not surprised. Not no, surprised. No. No. Uh, so Nate, his plan is to now call in a favor from his friend Chivy. <laughs> Yeah. Is this the part where you were confused about? Because I'm like, why are we needing to no. involve Chivy? Okay. Well, no. he knows that she's releasing this bad press about Lily. He's like, you're the only one that makes sense. He wants her to release more negative info, but not do it on Gossip Girl. Do it on The Spectator so that people Lily's age will read The Spectator and get obviously right. a win-win for everyone. The blast goes out. From the spectator. It's not a gospel girl blast. Now it's a, gl- a blast from the spectator, which is like, okay, I guess everyone could do that then. <laughs> no, I know. It's not that like exciting anymore of every newspaper is like, let's just blast it to everyone's phone at once. Right. Um, And this is slander against Lily, even though I guess it's really not. It's just, ne- it's just more negative press. And Lily and Serena and Sage, like everyone is hurt by this because it comes out that... We'll get to it, but Lily and Steven have a past, so everyone is super icky in this situation. And so Nate calls Lily to apologize profusely, I guess, and I guess she accepts, but we don't even see this phone call, so we don't really know what went down there. Well, it sounded like she accepted. It sounded like she was okay. He was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I didn't mean it. Yada, yada, yada. Right. And at the end of the day, even though he declines Bart's offer, another investor is interested and they're going to co-sign. He's going to co-sign a loan. But we find out it's actually one of Bart's guys who's co-signing this loan. So technically, I guess it's Bart co-signing the loan. And Nate has fudged the numbers a bit. Yeah. So this can only mean bad things. (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about this, watching Nate in this episode and how he's handling the business and having to figure out the financial part of it. Like, not only are you running this news entity, but you're also in charge of the financial part of it. Where did you learn this? He didn't. So it makes sense as to why this would be happening. He needs, like, an advisor. Right. It's just interesting that, like, I guess it's not. He was given this and he's in charge and we're watching it fail because he has nothing to back him and behind him of how to actually run something like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Over to Serena. Uh, This article not only is hurting Nate, not only hurting Sage, but it's actually hurting Steven and Serena because... Steven now feels that Nate is not a good partner for Sage, but Serena does vouch for him. She tells him you should get to know him a bit, maybe at the horse show later. And Sage is like super appreciative of this. You can tell her and Serena are like on good terms from the minute. And then when Sage leaves, Steven confronts Serena about sleeping with Nate because they never had talked about this. 
and uh like you know he he was blindsided by it but like she was like well there was never really a good time for me to tell you so do you feel like this is something that you should 100% like disclose in a relationship like when when do you talk about who is in the past because really and truly if you're in a, a adult relationship you don't bring that up unless yeah. you need to bring it up and what would make you need to bring it up? I'm trying to remember. Like, when did you and Rands have the talk? I don't. E- I don't know. I think we kind of just had like, like how many partners type thing. Yeah, but same. even then, it didn't really like it didn't matter. Like, it no, never it wasn't. Mattered, you know? Yeah, like, I didn't so... need to know names. No, 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 no. You don't need to know names. You know? But I'm. It's just like the number. <laughs> Like everyone just wants to know the number, right? Like what's your number? Yeah. Um, I don't... Does this matter? I guess when you're new in a relationship and you're exploring the sexual part of it and you want to know, like, okay, you've been with X amount, I've been with X amount, it's a confidence thing. Does it matter? I I don't know. I guess right. it does. I don't... I, I haven't been with someone where their number was high. <laughs> yeah. And Anthony and I have the same number. So there so, you go. <laughs> the make that really just simplifies it, doesn't it? <laughs> it sure does. Right. But and in so, this situation. And you know each other's exes, basically, we, too. Yes. Yes. And so really, it just, I don't know. I don't think this actually matters. Like, it why doesn't. would it matter? It doesn't in the grand scheme of things. But I guess because Serena is still very much in Nate's world that you, I guess. But then, like, when do you bring it up? Like, yeah, and also, like, Nate and I, we did, we did used to date. Especially, But you were in high school. Like, so you were kids. Or were they in high school? They were, like, just leaving high school, right? Like, it was, like, maybe their first year of college or something. No, but didn't they sleep together? Well, yeah. The first episode of... Gossip yeah, they, they slept together as children, and then into as adulthood, into their adulthood, quotes, they also had a relationship that didn't very much last very long. But do you know I don't remember that? You don't like, remember that? That's when it was season like three. Like the on and off. Because yeah. that was when William came back into the picture for her, and she was like really flustered and so her and Nate kind of broke things off because she like couldn't handle it and she was a remember at the hospital what was the hospital scene for that's when she breaks up with Nate it was at the hospital and he was like don't pretend like this has anything to do with me it's all for because of you don't even remember who was in the hospital at that time was it Bart's oh God, death like I don't even remember like a dream, a dream. <laughs> That's awful. That is so awful. Like, all I can remember is her, like, not being able to choose between Padge and Nate. But right. I don't really remember. Like, I remember her and Padge's relationship. I don't really remember her and Nate's relationship. I feel like her trying to choose was all of season four, and we were so annoyed by it. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. Whatever. You know, it. It doesn't matter, but Steven's like, we should both curate lists so that we both know how who we've slept with, which like, okay, this is like another recycled plot from Lily and Rufus in circa 2008, but I guess yeah. we had to use that because we were also using that list here in the episode right. again. It's kind of like a callback. Right. 
So Serena heads to see Dan because that's like her errand is to not have him release that the two of them slept together at the Shepherd's divorce party. Why do we think that it matters that she slept? I don't know. I was wondering this too. Is it because there was a sex tape? Right. Which when she approaches him about it, he said he would never write about that because it was the most embarrassing night of his life. So, you know, you're, you're okay there because I'm not going to release that information about myself. But I, he has an entire, I'm sure, booklet of Serena. Oh, sure. But I think that's probably it. Like him writing in detail of that night and her looking really bad. Yep. So that's what she was trying to avoid. And I give her credit for even trying to talk to Padge about this because, you yeah. know, I feel like there's no respect there. No, then they're not on good terms. And as as soon as they saw each other, they started bickering. And of course, Georgina is there and she's up to no good. And before Serena can even get in the door, she asks for her purse because she can't potentially get any like me- like media out about this or like it's under it's under wraps that Dan is trying to like find a partner. It's so stupid. But also, why would you trust Georgina with your bag? Never. I and your like, phone. You know what? Actually, I'll, si- I'll see you somewhere else. <laughs> like, you don't learn. You don't learn, Serena Vander. Right. What's in? And she doesn't learn because she has yet to delete the sex tape from her phone. Right. And so right. Georgina sends this to herself. And now she has, has, has that in her hands. And then eventually at the end of the episode, Serena does delete it off her phone. But we know Georgina still has it. So it doesn't matter. And... So then Serena gets back to Steven. They both have made their lists. Hers, the last partner being Ben Donovan. What a throwback. As her wait, lex- wait, wait. Her last sexual partner. I need to just interrupt this because as they're having this discussion, He's I felt it was her? so uncomfortable. Same. She's like in her coral bodycon dress. Love it. Yeah. And he's in a suit. She looked beautiful. But he's massaging her shoulders as she's sitting there. And it just felt like, why are you massaging her shoulders like this? And yeah. now? Yeah, it was during weird. This co- it was really effing weird. I feel like it would have been better if they were facing each other and he was like maybe massaging her feet gently. Yes. But the back it was very aggressive. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> I, I didn't also, like it. I also found it to be weird. Yeah. So they go to the horse show. Everything is good because now Camden feels like he knows if anything were to come out about Serena, at least he would have the upper hand because he would already know about it. He and Nate are trying to bond at the horse show. They're talking about, you know, haha, you dated my ex, blah, blah, blah. You can, you don't have to call me sir. Whatever. And yeah. uh, everyone's getting super comfortable. And of course, when everyone gets comfortable, this is when the blast goes out from the spectator that Stephen and Lily have slept together. And he has no recollection of this. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. even know her name, says, I don't know you. And Lily comes up to him and she's like, yes, you do. My name was Lily Mueller then. I was with, you know, divorcing from Klaus, whoever. And he like kind of vaguely remembers it and she's like yeah you uh we had you know whatever the last bottle of whiskey was and he's like oh yeah that was after my divorce and he like broke his arm so he's on painkillers and a mix of alcohol like excuses excuses he literally does not remember her no it's bad no recollection. and they were in <laughs> ireland 
Yeah, like what are the chances? We're all weird. So, busy, so bizarre. So Serena's pissed at Lily because she feels like Lily should have disclosed this information to her. But Lily also was like, again, when was I supposed when? to tell you that you right. and, that this happened? And it's super awkward. And the two go home and they also talk about how this is super awkward. But they're going to try and get past it. And they already am getting past it by going to do it in the next room. So go slow, as she says. Yeah, go slow, but we'll get there. Gross. Yeah. Nah. Mm -mm. Okay, Rufus and Chivy. The Lily stuff is all happening because of Chivy. And also, you know, this is... Rufus's ex, so of course everything has been set up by Chivy. And Lily has shipped all of Rufus's items that were from her loft and he's not really wanting to face them because that's his old life and he's not ready to go through it. And so Chivy offers to unpack it for him while he's gone. He's totally okay with this. She goes through everything, sees some, you know, comical stuff, but at the end really finds the letter that Lily wrote to Rufus the night before her and Bart's original wedding uh, that they slept together the steamy night they did and and everyone's like this is old news but besides chivy chivy is like oh i didn't know this but everyone else pretty pretty much knew this yeah i know (laughs) who cares exactly so she sends that blast to gossip girl gossip girl posts it as we know because that's what she does and uh at that point chivy has also worked with nate to take down lily and they release the information about Steven. And, of course, this stirs up stuff. But Rufus, at the end of the day, is just saying, you know what, actually, Chivy, I just want to be happy with you. Just get rid of everything. And not, I'm not going to look back. And Chivy's like, well, please look back. I need all this stuff on Lily. Yeah, because he's like, just throw it all out. Just and so, obviously, away. she's here for that stuff. But when he said it, he says... I only want to look forward with you. No. no. Bumpkins? What are we calling them bumpkins? Are we calling them hump dick? Like hum- humpkins, right? I thought Humpkins. I put bumpkins <laughs> in my notes. Whoops. I mean, B bump- for an H. It's essentially the same thing, bumpkin and humpkin. So No, humpkins. Ew, 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 ew. Barf. Rufus, I cannot believe you're falling this far. I know. What? He's so like soon? ready to like settle down with Chivy. It's so it doesn't gross. make sense. And it's been like a minute. It's been a minute and she's manipulated things and you've known that she actually does. And she's yeah. set out. It's very obvious now at this point. She does not care for Lily. No. So like No. It's it's just all sorts of weird and messed up. Yeah. And finally we have the chair stuff, which I guess is the most exciting stuff of the episode, I feel, in my opinion. It is. Because we're getting a it little is. bit closer to figuring out what go- what's going on with Bart. So yeah. they're f- having no luck, basically, finding Lady Alexander. And to top it all off, Eleanor has been trying to reach Blair because of the fiasco at the Waldorf fashion show. And then basically at the end of the episode tells her you have a week to fix it. Which I'm like, so is she going to take away the company? Like, what are you going to do? What's the actual repercussion here? But Blair mentions to Chuck that her mom has a friend who has 
legally changed her name to Lady Vaughn to sound more important. And so they think maybe Lady Alexander did the same. They research Lady Alexander and they stumble upon a painting. There's no picture of the painting, but they find the artist. His name is Brian Bat, And conveniently, his studio is in the city. So they go and visit Brian. He shows them a picture of Lady Alexander because... You know, they are not clearly talking about the same thing. They're thinking it's a person when in actuality it's a horse. And so Blair searches to find the owner of the horse, but she finds that it was sold four years ago by Bart Bass. So now they're like, okay, well, at least we're on the right track. Yeah. They find out that Bart has actually bought lots of horses by a man named Shake, and conveniently the horse show in town you know, is going to have one of Shake's horses there. So they're going to go and they're going to hopefully figure out and find someone that they could talk to. So during this time, too, Lily is visiting Charles because she can see, obviously, that things are not going well with him and his father. She doesn't want him to be mad at her. And she just wants them to mend things. And Chuck's like, "Mm, that's not really going to happen. And she's like, please, please, you have to do it. Oh, you're going to a horse show? Do it there. And Chuck agrees, but only if it's a surprise. And after some convincing, Lily's like, yeah, okay, sure. It will be a surprise. I really do love Lily and Charles. Yeah. Because, you know, she looked right at him. She's like, "Did were you trying to manipulate earlier, like last episode? And he's like, I would never do that. I would never release the blast, you right, know, like, to. I, I'm innocent here. It's your I wouldn't do that to you. That is and she's not. like, I know, I know, I know you would never do that. But. I really enjoyed Lily and Charles in this episode. And also at this point, there's just so many back and forth looks between Chuck and Blair that, and you can tell that they're like scheming, like, okay, you got this. I got this. It was comical to look at their facial expressions. I loved when Chuck and Lily were talking and she's explaining like, yeah, I can't wait for it to be a surprise. And his like stupid grin. He's like, yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah, it was comical. It was the best part of the episode because it was funny and they are less annoying now. So it's great. Um, and they also think they're super slick, but Bart follows them to the, the horse show. He knows they're up to something. Chuck finds out that one of Shake's horses is there and it's being ridden by Shake's daughter, Iman. And so Iman and Chuck have a, dis- a discussion. Chuck mentions Lady Alexander, who used to compete, but she's like, no, I think you're mistaken. That was my childhood horse. She never competed. She's super confused. And then in walks Bart and she's like, Uncle Bart. And they hug and he says, this is my son. And what is he trying to tell you about me or about the ch- about the horses? And you do learn that her dad has passed away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Suspicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And um, Chuck is asking for help from Iman, like, you don't really understand. I'm I'm trying to get information here, but Iman's like, no, Bart has been in my family like for a long time. Like I love him, I trust him, and so she's not going to help out Chuck. But then once Blair gets a hold of her, she says, "I need you to help Chuck because Chuck is the good one here, not Bart. I guarantee you, your horse is not where." It- he says it is. And so Iman does do her research and she shows up later and tells them that the horse never went to Virginia like Bart said it was. And Bart must be lying about something because he must be must have been buying something else with the distraction of the horse. And so Iman says, well, my dad was involved in oil in Sudan 
and maybe Bart is trading oil, which would be a federal crime. So now they're right. like, okay, we got it. We got it. But they really need evidence first before they can obviously turn him in. And so while Chuck's trying to work on that, our last one of our last scenes is Bart has a talk with Lily and he tells Lily, you need to choose between me or Charles because you can't have it both ways. Like this is going to either end our marriage or you are going to end your relationship with your son. And she's like, I can't do that. But then, of course, she gets a phone call from Nate and we don't really get the aftermath of what that situation is. But I just also (laughs) no, it's not going to go over well. But I again just love how she's like, he's my son. And she I'm not going to do him. that. that is He's my, my son. son. Like, F you, Bart. And he, you know, and him knowing about the scheming with Lily and her lying. And she even says, I'm sorry for lying to you about him. Like, he, this marriage is not for love. Absolutely Even though she not. said, I love you and I love your father. She says that to Chuck. Sure, Lily. But no, Bart is in this for, I don't know what he's in this for, but it's not love. No. So uh, we're we're slowly finding out exactly yeah. what Bart's in this for. Uh, but that's the end of my summary. It was a, it was a short one, but we're going to come back in a few with some trivia. So stay tuned. We're back from break. Hope you enjoyed the trivia this week is the title is based off the movie The Portrait of a Lady. The episode was originally supposed to air on October 29th, but it was postponed due to Hurricane Sandy. I also have Dan's serial this week about Nate titled Golden Boy Can't Buy a Break. Oh, yeah. He has been called Playboy, Party Boy, Pretty Boy and Golden Boy, a man with the social pedigree, megawatt smile and inevitable lacrosse skills of one of Manhattan's chosen ones. Nate Archibald has the opposite of the Midas touch. Instead of everything he touches turns to gold, he turns all of the gold he has given to dust. Consider his helming of New York newspaper, The Spectator, which had shown promise but is now under his leadership, a third-rate gossip rag known for a known for being scooped rather than doing the scooping. Nate would never admit it, but the publication is under serious financial strain. I guess the problem with being born with a silver spoon is that you only know how to have money, not how to make it. Nate did not earn his position of power at The Spectator by slogging through tough years of beating report reporting or making a daunting climb up the publishing ladder. He literally slept his way, not to the top, more just at the top when he got it. Ouch! Shots Patch fired, man! is so nasty. He has, Just, he has nobody left besides I Jordina. Know. Even even that exchange with Serena, which I know we spoke about a little bit, but she's like, why? Why? How could I ever be in love and fall for someone like yes. you? I know. I wanted to talk about that because that resonated with me. And I was like, wow, yes, girl. At least now you're seeing it. Yeah. Because she was so blind this past, I mean, obviously a few seasons, but... At the end of last season, she was still telling Dan, like, I love you. Let's be together. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. now she's like, oh, wait, I can't believe I loved this person. 
Yeah, but last season, it was really, I mean, she loved him, but he was in love with Blair. Right. This, he's just out to get everyone. And so now that he's staying with Blair, is he not going to publish something about her? We shall see. Like, he's so nasty. He's so nasty. You have no one. You have no friends, sir. Who do you think the next serial will be on? Serena. That was just my little question. Uh, We had some music by The Cold and Lovely, The White Arrows, Stepdad, and Warrior. Mike asks, what will Georgina do with the sex tape? Oh, my God. Georgina telling Philip to go make some popcorn because they have, she has a movie. And she's in just like a fluffy, you know, like a soft blanket. It's like a kid's blanket. Her kid's blanket. Yeah. It was super cute. It, it was so good. Uh, what is she going to do with it? She might use it as leverage. I'm not sure. Submit it somewhere. Be like, I'm going to do this if you don't do this type of deal. Or... I have this that you would want to see. But then she is working with Padge, but then Padge dismissed her. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. Right. That's true. Um, Will Pear make a comeback now? No. Pear will not make a comeback. Please, please do not do this. If he's going to have one friend, please let it be Blair. And Blair is being very kind by letting him back in. Don't, don't fuck it up, Padge. Right, like Blair is was truly the best friend he's ever had. <laughs> yeah, and vice versa. Like they were there, like through thick and thin for each other. Uh, so he should not mess that one up because she's important. Yeah, Mike asks. I'm sorry. Will asks, what will happen to Lily? Like, what is this end game? What's going to happen to her? I again keep saying I think Lily it will be out of this. I think she's not gonna she's not gonna choose Charles. I mean, she's not gonna choose Bart over Charles. Or she'll say she will, but maybe it'll maybe Charles will explain to her what he's trying to do and then she'll help. I still feel like she's gonna she's gonna come through. She's gonna come through. my girl's gonna come through. I still I still wanna believe that too about her, that she's gonna realize like I know your judge of like I know the character that you are. Yeah. And hopefully help Chuck because that's what's most important. Like right. her son, not her ex slash con artist slash fake dead husband. Like exactly. <laughs> he's not worth it. Right. Uh, Vic says, would you have let Padge stay? I guess if you were Blair. Oh my gosh. I probably would have. Yeah. I probably would have too. Because that's who I am. Right? Yeah. You have nowhere else to go. You've excommunicated yourself from everyone in your life. You are coming back to me. You did tell me, hey, you do miss me. You did value our friendship. Also, like, you owe me. So I feel like, yes, I was indebted to you. Like, I owe you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, why do you think Serena chose to stay quiet about hooking up with Padge? I mean, we did discuss this before, I think, because, you know, Padge doesn't want that out, too. And Again, so it's it, kind of like mutually, like, you know. Yeah, it, it also, right, and it also just looked bad because looked he would bad. write how he, she's probably thinking he would write, she filmed me without my consent. Right. Which Doesn't look good. Does doesn't not, look good. 
does not. No. No. What do we think Bart has planned for Nate? Control. I think it's just control. I think either like we're going to back you, but somehow I'll end up owning this. There's going to be, there's something that's like controlling the narrative with the, yeah, with this, uh, the loan, is it a loan, right? Financial backing. Yeah. Maybe we'll control advertisers. I mean, there's a lot that could be done here. Yeah, and ultimately it will be kind of just like Chuck where he writes him out of the equation. It's like, you know what? Actually, this is all mine. And right. I can write and, whatever press I want about whoever. Right. Yeah. And and he said, let me take a look at your numbers again. Like, I'm going to make you a copy of this. Like, clearly you fudge the numbers, which they are aware of. But maybe there will be something, I don't know, in paperwork that he's not going to even be aware of that is just going to cancel him out. Yeah. Right. Can't end well. Mm-mm. What about some fashion and headbands? I had one headband. I also had one headband. I love Serena's coral dress. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. I did like Sage's floral dress too at the horse show. Yeah. Uh, Blair's whole bedtime. I know. The robe. Uh, the shoes. It was The headpiece. It was everything I want. Yeah. All the time. Same. I adored that headband. Just like the head scarf. It was awesome. It was, I also loved her green eyeshadow. Me too. It was it so, good. so good. It was like the perfect shade and perfectly placed. So it was not overwhelming, but it was still like yeah. a statement. And I loved it so much. It was so good. Lots of green. Because I also liked Iman's green dress at the end when she went to yeah. go see Chuck. Yeah. And then I have... Also, Oh, go ahead. No, the the waffle maker. Did you see? Throwback. Unpack the waffle maker. I laughed at that. But I was going to say her, the black mesh shirt. I like that she was wearing. It's a cute look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about some quotes? Oh, suck it up, Humphrey. They have pills for that. (laughs) I just laughed at this. Eric just texted me from Sarah Lawrence telling me I was on Gossip Girl. Like, why do we even try with that? It's so unnatural for you to throw in Jenny and Eric in there. I know. Uh, I also have, this is probably my fault. You have a father complex. The best quote of the episode. The best, best quote. quote. Best quote. Uh, Dan Humphrey's a douche. I thought that was yeah. great. Yeah. And um, then I can't believe I ever loved someone who could write such awful things about his friends and family. Truth. Uh so good. Who was your MVP? Georgina. It was. Mine yeah, was, I lo- yeah, mine was Blair, but I totally get Georgina. Oh, yeah, Blair was great. I mean, Blair makes the most sense, but pretty much, like, if Georgina's in the episode, I'm probably going to pick her as MVP because I love her so much. Yeah, she's, I think, has she been in all four? She has, uh, right? Was she in last week? <laughs> I don't even remember. I think she was, right? Wasn't she wearing a nice dress at the party? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I'm hoping that she's in the last half, too. I know. We have to keep her. (laughs) She's so entertaining. Like, she's so good. She's so good. Yeah. We had the most votes for Blair, but we also did have some votes for Georgina. So obviously, we're on the same page. My shittiest I picked was Bart, but that's just like a cop-out. 
Yeah, I picked Padge. Yeah. You're a douche. We had ties for Bart and Padge because, again, equally equally shitty in, yeah. <laughs> in this episode. Um, all right, let's go into a Betty of the Week. They were total, they were total, they were total. total betty yay this week i chose mal mad about mal is her name i know i didn't say it on talking texas forever and i apologize but we're mad about you mal as you know you're a friend from canada such a sweetie we love when we get to chat with you we were having some lols in the discord chat this week about arthur and your stan a stand for arthur which we loved and every time we get to hear from you it's always positive and we love just to hear your thoughts and opinions. So I just want to say thank you, and we appreciate all of your support. Thank you, Mal. Are you ready for a title? Am I 3,000 words? Yes, I am. Let me get my notebook. I have it right here. Okay. So the title for the mid-season, you know, mid-season, we're episode five. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Nothing is coming to fruition that I predicted yet. I know. I know. So this is the episode where you predicted that like Steven and Serena will break up and maybe Sage and Nate will also break up. And we're at this point like going to go into the second half where now Chuck and Blair are going to get married. Like a lot of stuff is weighing on this episode five. So. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) The title is Monstrous Ball. And the three gossip words are three gossip words, debutante, distractions, engagement. I'm pretty sure I've used all of these words before, but you go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so Sage is going to make her debut into society. And during this event, there's going to be lots of distractions, including the sex tape that perhaps will play during suspense proposing what? to Serena. What? Just on the big screen, he like gets down on one knee and then at the debutante, they're on the big or screen. Or like a blast goes out or something like that. Nice. That's my that's my general. That's what like came to me. Obviously, we have to work on, maybe during the distractions could also deal with chair and having to distract, I don't know, Bart. Obviously, we have to work towards that. Listen, the engagement could also be for Cher, but they're kind of already engaged, or she's right because she wears the ring around her neck. She does. Didn't she wear it around her neck? It's not on her finger, so, though. No, so maybe the he'll like take it off her her neck and just like place it on her hand. That could happen. I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah but I definitely think the debutante debutante has debutante to, she debuted debutante <laughs> has to go and deal with sage no schwartz and savage they love their cotillion (laughs) they sure do (laughs) yeah but good job good job i look forward to next week because we'll be watching together so yeah it should be fun all right so the emoji i feel like should be a horse it 100 should be a horse okay yes glad we're on the same page (laughs) yes yeah so we could put a a horse, you know, in any in any in any facet that you'd like, but we'd love it if maybe you put a horse 
in an Apple Podcast review. And I think Michelle is going to read one because we have a new review. Oh we God. do. This is from April 19th. So we're catching up. So yes. thank you, uh, Liss Rage. Oh, Lice Rage? It wasn't me. I, I, so totally could be mispronouncing your name, but we appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, XOXO three gossip girls, five stars. Five out of five stars is simply not enough. Liz and Mitch are so fun and so good at what they do. I started listening with three Gossip Girls a few months ago when my friend and I were watching Gossip Girl. I rewatched for me first time for him. And I said I needed a podcast to listen to and found this one. Now I'm going to rewatch One Tree Hill and then watch The OC and Friday Night Lights both for the first time and listen along and those podcasts. I wish I wasn't a broke college soon to be grad school student and could afford to be a Patreon member for FNL, but even listening is enough and so much fun. Everyone should check them out on this podcast and all their other ones. That was so beyond nice. Thank you so much. That was so, oh so sweet. goodness, that means and so like, much. How jealous am I that you get to experience Winter Hill, Friday Night Lights, and the OC for the first time? I, oh, I Please send us your my. thoughts. <laughs> please, please, please. This is a call out to you. Yes. Send us your thoughts. Nothing makes me happier than when people watch our shows for the first time and send us oh. Yeah. commentary oh my gosh yeah i i look forward to that so hopefully they'll send their yeah thoughts. thank you for that thank you for that review that was so sweet if you haven't already and you're considering it just you know just go on apple podcast click five stars write a review if that's how you're feeling just let us know that you love the show and you know it's a, a nice free way to help out our network it helps us grow and helps everyone see this show and all of our other shows um, and we would really be grateful to you also we changed our p.o box michelle we didn't announce it here we, we did announce it last week never mind we did announce it yeah the, it's in our show notes we have a new mailing address if you want to send us stuff we like getting snail mail we don't we love snail mail it's so much fun to like get like a handwritten letter We've never, we used, nobody does that anymore. You know? I know. Our, some of our Tree Hill Talk listeners used to send us handwritten letters and yeah. we would write them back. That was so special. It I was. love a handwritten letter. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we will read a Will's treat and it is a good one is Chef's Kiss because it's Gossip World characters as fruits. Yes. And Will is like, how did I never do this one before? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. So we have Blair and Dan pair. Obviously, they're both pretentious and make a great pair. Chuck, Blackberry, Sweet at Times, Thorny, and Dark at Others. Serena, Orange, both are popular and fit well in tropical climates, even though she eats the berries. I know, I was going to say strawberry. <laughs> Nate, banana. This man sleeps around like he is in some type of competition. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ivy, lemon. She leaves a sour taste in the mouth of everyone she meets on the Upper East Side. Rufus, plum. He is a bit bland and gets smashed underfoot in the orchard of love more than any others. It's Perfect. hard to find a good plum. It really is. Right? So this makes sense. Yeah. You know? This one also makes sense. Lily, grapefruit. I don't know why, but she seems like someone who would eat a grapefruit that her butler has scooped and cut out with a fork for her. I just also sure. feel like she's also bitter and sweet at the same time. So I feel like that's and, a really good and not, description. Right. And not for everyone. And not for everyone. 
Georgina, lime. She leaves the same sour taste as ivy, but is better paired with alcohol. <laughs> Bart, grape. Both provide few nutrition. Nutri- wow. Both provide few nutrients of personal growth for others. Miss Carr, peach. Sweet as a Georgia peach. <laughs> and Maureen, dragon fruit. Full of definition and flavor. So visually appealing to look at a a dragon fruit, right? They're beautiful. 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 I honestly find that they don't taste like much, though. (laughs) They just taste like a bland kiwi. Agreed. Yeah. But I like to look at them. But the color is so beautiful. Really beautiful. And that is all we got for the non-spoilery stuff so if you are a newbie then we'll catch you next week but if you're coming into after dark you can just strap on here we go seats, and we're here we go up, and we're clicking click 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 click, 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 click. you know you love us xoxo gossip, gossip girls, girls. after <laughs> always makes me laugh always i know laughing. it's so good um so yeah what do we think about dan being <laughs> gossip girl in this episode i feel like i have nothing for this and it's so pathetic i i honestly like i just don't know because it's like i don't care also- anymore about right it. and and also just the fact that we had the spectator blast which kind of takes away from the gossip girl stuff True. so True. i don't know i just i don't know he's just such a a dick yeah he's got lots just. of explaining to do because yeah, he's there is no way you can come back for redemption after being gossip girl writing all this shit about your friends being a dick like at the end I will not feel badly for you if people do not want to be your friend. Right. Same. You've already made your bed at this point. You got to lie in it because you've acted like a real bitter Betty. He's like the bitterest Betty of them all. And it's so unappealing. And your dad tried to humble you and like he didn't do a very good job because you're like you're more of a brat than your sister at this point. For sure. At least Jenny, we kind of understood. And he, you just threw yourself in this world and are just bitter and evil at this point because he wants power. This ass wants power, which again, we all want power of our own lives, but he's just nasty. And I'm just like, is he going to redeem himself before we find out he's Gossip Girl or is this the track we continue on and he's just known as this person? Right, like I, I have a feeling that we're just gonna keep going and like riding this like douchey train, and then we're gonna yeah. find out he's gossip girl, and everyone's gonna find out, and they're gonna be like, "You're a dick," and then like the last two minutes, it's gonna be like, "Oh, never mind." Like you know, years later, like everyone's like made up kind of thing. That's how I feel. It's yeah, be yeah, I it's can like see a cop that. Too. Out. <laughs> it is a cop out, but. What else could we do with him? I don't know what would he, what he could do to. I don't know. I don't know what I want from him. Right. Same. I don't know what I want from him either. I don't like at this point. I don't even want him to succeed because he's being so 
douchey yes. about it that I'm like, exactly. just let, just get knocked down a few pegs and like not be able to like afford your rent or whatever. <laughs> just like <laughs> do and then have a, a go an awakening because at this point, I don't care what happens to him. Well, it's kind of what's happening because he's just couch surfing. Yeah. Right. Like someone someone is going to kick you out sooner or later. Right. And I guess like Nate, he's desperate. So his only attempt at like rebuilding his career is to like throw everyone else under the bus with his cereals. So I guess they're sort of similar because now Nate is like doing whatever he possibly can to like keep his company that he has no idea how to run. (laughs) Right. You know, they both are still kids at the end of the day. They're not even 21. I wonder if we'll get like a finally a 21st birthday in this season. I doubt it. Like they don't even care because they're like, they drink anyway. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They drink, they run businesses. We don't need to worry about the ages. It doesn't matter. I just wonder if we're going to get any birthdays or like any holidays. Like, are we going to get any Thanksgiving? Like, that's like a huge thing in Gossip Girl land is Thanksgiving. So. What month is it right now? Oh. Well, is it? No. I don't know. Wait. Okay. I think it has to be late summer because Serena was away for the summer. They're away for the summer. So it's like got to be. September-ish. September-ish. So maybe we will get a holiday or two. October-ish. I don't know. I truly yeah. don't know. This is fresh for me. And um, you'll hear it here first, guys. But Michelle and I have decided I am not going to watch the finale until we watch it together. So it's just going to be our raw reactions together. Yay! And we're going to feed her up for each other's en- energy. And hopefully my sister will be here so she can help us out. And, you know, we're going to be live regardless. So if you're a patron, right. then you definitely want to check it out. But yeah. uh, I think that's it. Next week That's we'll be it, on our halfway mark. Five wow. more weeks left of this podcast. So sad, but exciting. Wow. Ex- yeah. A mixed bag of emotions. Yeah. Um, but all right. We'll be back next week for Monstrous Ball. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls Podcast. You can email us at three gossip girls pod at gmail.com or if you want to follow this show and all of our others you can head over to instagram at total betty podcast network this has been a total betty podcast produced and edited by michelle rubenstein and Alyssa tenio music by anthony vacora mm-hmm.